When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wednesday. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Wednesday. How is it going? It's going good. Can, can you believe it's June 1st? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it either. Like we're halfway through a year already. It was just my half birthday a few days ago. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That means mine's coming up in a month or at the end of this month. (laughs) It is. I seriously can't believe it's June 1st. I can't believe it's like summertime and just time goes by so fast when you're an adult. It's like responsibilities and blah, blah, blah. And then let's also not enjoy summer. I know like time time always felt like it went by so fast when we were younger. And then I remember my mom would always say, no, like, wait till you're older. Like it goes by even faster. And I think she was right. She was definitely right. Because I also like feel older every day. I don't know about you, (laughs) but it didn't matter like what age I was when I was a kid. Like I never felt older. I was just like, like I did because you felt like cooler when you were older or whatever, but you were just like, this is going to last forever. This is what life's like. Like we have summer vacation and we just like, you know, lay out in the sun all summer. And it's like, well, that's not really the reality of things. Unfortunately, Yeah. It's, uh, time goes, it just goes too fast and that sucks. <laughs> it does. But. but what are your Memorial Day weekend plans? Um, so I am officially on a five day week five-day weekend. Oh my God. I just bit my cheek. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you okay? I bit my cheek last night during dinner and it's, I've already bit it like three more times today. It's so it's like, you know, like once it just gets so swollen, it's like impossible not to bite it. Oh my God. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I guess I need to ice it with this lemon drop. Oh no. But, uh, yeah, no. So I'm on a five-day weekend, which I am super stoked about. Um, tomorrow, so we're recording this on Wednesday, like a week before you're going to listen to this. So we have Thursday is one of our recharge days for work. It's like one of the random holidays that they gave off. And then, um, of course, Monday is Memorial Day. And because there's like the random half day we have on Friday, usually, um, we kind of did like a 
unspoken, like everybody's off on Friday kind of thing. So turn it into a nice five day weekend, which cannot complain about. So nice. So tomorrow we are going to go to Disneyland. So Um, fun. Are you guys just doing like the entire day? We're going to try to put in a full day. We were, um, we were, while we were in Vegas, we were kind of just chatting about our anniversary coming up and couldn't believe it's going to be four years in a couple weeks. And then, um, we were like, what should we do? And we kind of just like, we have so much going on. It's like, there's not even like really time to take like a weekend getaway next month or anything. And, um, so Jeff was like, well, why don't we just like go do like a Disneyland day or something? So we, uh, since I have the Thursday off, he is taking the day off as well. So we're going to um, just go to Disneyland and California Adventure for the day How and fun. just have a nice, good Disney day. It works out good because my dad was going to be coming tomorrow to um, do some more painting on the house. So he's just going to be at the house already hanging out with Penny. So we don't really have to worry about her being at home by herself all day. Oh, good. Yeah. What um, when was, was the last time you went to Disney? technically when you and I did the taste of Disney or touch of Disney or whatever. It was no, called. remember Jeff and I went for Valentine's day. Oh, that's right. So you yeah. just went a couple months ago. Yeah. So okay. we went, I think it was actually on Valentine's day we went. So, um, what are your Disney? Which, like, so it was already over three have. months ago. Um, are we as talking far about as, like what you have to eat or drink when you're there? Like, okay. I was like, are we talking food? Are we talking rides? Okay. <laughs> um, for food, like I never don't, I never like don't eat a churro. Um, like a churro just always ends up in my mouth. <laughs> um, it kind of varies based on the year. Um, I'm really excited to go to, um, cause we haven't gone. So, so when we went for Valentine's day, we only were able to go to Disneyland. There was no DCA. We were able to go to that night. So we actually haven't been since the new Avengers campus opened and so I'm really excited to like go check all that out because I heard they have a lot of good food in there. I think you've had some stuff there, right? Yeah, I went during the um, like California Food and Wine Festival uh-huh. and oh, actually I did go one other time. I had a cocktail that I wouldn't recommend to be honest with you. It was like somewhere over in the Avengers area and it had like boba in it. Okay. It was a cocktail. Was that um, at like a cart for the food and wine or was that like part of... No, it was like part of the Avengers line. Oh, so okay. if you see boba in an alcoholic drink, just say no. Are you sure? Because I like boba. Oh, you yeah. might like it then. I'm Do not you... a huge boba fan, but the oh. drink was sweet. I just have fell in love. Like my new Disneyland drink is the, just the Brewery X boysenberry hard seltzer <laughs> or huckleberry. Sorry. It's no. so freaking good. And it, there's, it just tastes even better at Disneyland. Okay. Well, I mean, there's a good chance I could get that, but I feel like since I can have that any time, I feel, I do like, they have a good margarita. Um, I like, there's some drinks they usually do during like food and wine and stuff like that, but they won't have any of that. Um, but yeah, I had a friend like mention a couple of things that I needed to keep my eye out for, but I don't remember that I had them written down in my phone, but, um, yeah. I like to just, well, she had like given me like meal ideas and I was like, well, I don't really eat meals at Disneyland. I just like snack my way through the park all day. Like I we don't do us- the same thing. We don't Although usually I- sit down for like a full on meal. No, don't sit down. But, um, I, 
love myself a Disneyland corn dog, like best corn dog on the oh, planet. Yeah. Well, we had those, we got one of those on Valentine's day. Cause I think they're like my favorite too. And Jeff was like, not impressed. He was like, I feel like they're different. He's like, they're not as good as they used to be. <laughs> I was like, I still thought it was delicious, but, um, yeah, are you I a fan to- of the Dole Whip? Oh yeah. I love Dole Whip. Yeah. That's like, but I best. feel like even, <laughs> Um, I feel like a lot of like the tiki bars we go to and stuff have Dole Whip. And so I feel like it's not as special as it used to be to me. <laughs> and at the tiki bars, they're putting rum and stuff on it too, which makes it even better. <laughs> it adds um, even more. But yeah, especially on a hot day. I love me some Dole Whip. Um, I like Jeff likes the um, cream cheese filled pretzel. So we Ooh. usually get one of those. Yeah, I could, I could go on. So <laughs> this is going to be the Disneyland foodie podcast. One of, one of my favorite, favorite foods now actually at Disneyland is um, in Galaxy's Edge. There is the Ronto wrap, which is like a pita with like a sausage situation. I don't know. We like, it's so good. We get that like a lot when we go to. That sounds but delish. Yeah. And we just share things so that we could eat more things I guess (laughs) (laughs) well you're gonna have to document it all and show us all the delicious things you eat and I know I need to do some research eight in the morning and like trying to stay past fireworks kind of thing I don't know so it's open yeah tomorrow from like eight to midnight and I asked Jeff I was like are we like trying to do like road drop are we like trying to get there early and he was like I don't know so he's still hemming and hawing about it like if he said let's get there opening I'll be like okay I'm down but um, I'm going to leave it up to him. So I would say we'll probably get there between eight and nine. And then um, we'll kind of just see how I could see us at like eight o'clock being like, okay, I'm exhausted. Let's go. And then I could also see us like rallying and staying till 10 or 11. So. So what know. are the chances of at the end of this day, you guys walking up to guest services and turning a one day ticket into a pass? Um, probably not because we're not paying to get in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Do you guys yeah. know somebody that works there? Correct. How so, fun. Lucky yep. you guys. Yeah. So that's going to be not, I mean, cause ideally I would say yes, but you can't do that when you get in for free. <laughs> like, we would you, like to turn our ticket into yeah, a Yeah. I would like to deduct like, this from my, <laughs> the price of a full pass please but um yeah so that's our Thursday um I honestly can't even remember really what else I know Sunday oh Saturday I am going to see new kids on the block with En Vogue and Salt and Peppa and Rick Astley oh my god really excited for that and then Sunday just gonna have people over um for just like kind of a last minute little hang memorial day barbecue i don't know what to call it and then i think that's pretty much it i don't think we have much going on on friday so what about you what are your plans nice yeah um friday we are double dating to brewery actually and then sunday will be at your house as you mentioned uh for a pool day and i think that's really it too like we just had such a go, go, go weekend last weekend with his birthday and everything that 
we're like, we could probably chill a little bit more this weekend. So that is the plan. You guys were all over the place for his birthday weekend. I was like, on Monday, I was like, oh, y'all are still celebrating. Like you guys aren't done yet. Oh no. It was like, it was so much like we, it was a foodie birthday weekend. Like that is what we did. He's a foodie. He likes food. So it was like, we went to sushi for lunch on Saturday and then we went to like our nice birthday dinner at a steakhouse on Saturday night. And then yeah, how was we went that to place? Taps for brunch. Oh my gosh. The A restaurant in Newport. Yeah. So cool. Like their food's amazing. Their drinks are amazing. Their service is amazing. The vibe in there is so cool. It's like, it is like the kind of steakhouse that my parents would hate. It's like loud and buzzing. You know how like most steakhouses are like quiet and like, yeah white tablecloths like it's nice like the white tablecloths and stuff but it is just a Newport Beach vibe so I've seen that (laughs) place forever and I've never known anybody I mean to my knowledge I haven't known anyone that's like it just I had no idea anything about it and so when you guys said you were going I was like oh I know where that place is and it looked freaking good it was so good. And Jordan's boss um, was like born and raised in like the Newport Corona Del Mar area. So he, yeah. like he's told Jordan, it's right across from where Jordan works now. And um, his boss has told him like, dude, you got to go there. And he's like, really? Like, it doesn't look like anything, you know? And he's like, yeah. no, that is like a Newport beach staple. Like if you are from Newport, like that is where you go. And it was like, you pull up and the cars that are in that parking lot, like in their little valet are just like insane. Like, you know, we cannot afford to go ever unless it's like a special occasion. And that's where you want to go. Cause you definitely, you definitely, it's hard to do cheap, you know, like you don't go to a place like that and do it cheap. So we went all out Saturday. We went to, um, so he, I had never been, he loves the taps brunch in Uh Brea. Um, their Sunday brunch. And yeah. so I had mentioned, I was like, let's go to brunch on Sunday, you know, like let's continue your celebration. And in my mind, when I think of brunch, I think like how you and I go to like Malibu farms or something like, yeah. I'm not thinking like casino style buffet. I'm just thinking like a cute cocktail and like a breakfast sandwich. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now this guy, this guy wants to go like total like casino buffet vibes. And I'm like, whatever. And so we um went and I didn't even know, like I knew how much it cost per person going in and, and I knew it was like good too, like seafood, oysters, like all the fancy stuff. And then he told me that there was unlimited champagne and it was like a champagne brunch too. And I'm like, oh, it is on. And <laughs> was it the champagne included? I've never been to their Sunday brunch, but I know yes. Brian and Annie, I think have gone and they love it there. I think it's like 55 bucks a person. But like I said, really good. Like if you like oysters and all that, like I was like eating nothing but oysters. Like I was just like getting my oyster on and then yeah, all you can drink, um, mimosas and that's included mimosas included. Yeah. In the $55, oh. but they don't make your mimosas for you. They pour your champagne to the top and they give you a cup of orange juice. So you're that's in control. How you do it folks. Thank you. I, I put a little bit of orange juice in my first one and I'm like, screw it. We're doing champagne. And it's either that or two large beers. So if you have somebody in your group that would rather have beer instead of um, champagne, then it's tops. They're a brewery. So you can get yeah. two large beers included instead of the champagne. So I thought it was a great brunch, but I was hammered. And you know how champagne hammered. <laughs> oh yeah. It's I'm like, it ruins I, day. I can't do anything else the rest of the day. But now I kind of want to go there like the weekend of our actual anniversary. You should. You guys would love it. Definitely. I don't know if Jeff's there. And he keeps saying he's been like dying to do like El Torito brunch. And I'm like, I don't want to 
want to go to El Torito brunch. And he like, just loves it. Cause it's just like, like you said, like buffet style. And yeah. I'm more into, cause I just like end up eating too much. I feel crappy. Like most of the stuff isn't even that good. So I'm like, I'd rather just like pick out like something good that I want to eat, have a cute cocktail and that's brunch. Exactly. That's typically how I am, but this, okay. this is a good buffet style. I'm, I mean, okay, have, I want, I want to know like, more. I'm sorry, everyone. So there, <laughs> you said there's like crab and oysters. Like what else do we have going so on? No here? crab, but like oysters, oh. scallops, mussels. Um, oh my gosh. They, they have um, eggs Benedict. So they make you eggs Benedict right there. Like they have like the original and they'll do a special every week. They'll make you omelets. They have pancakes and French toast. They have tacos, a meat station, a Greek station, a charcuterie station, like oh, literally I, anything. Okay. A chocolate fountain, like for right. like fondue, everything. This kind of reminds me. So my favorite brunch used to be this place in Newport um, called Back Bay Bistro. And it's like right in the bay and by kind of where, um, where uh, Newport Dunes is. And it's a cute little spot and they had like the best brunch. And that's kind of, I remember they always had like a lot of seafood and like the chocolate fountain and all that stuff, but okay. Noted. Gonna, um, taps making a note right now. (laughs) Yeah, that was that. And then we pretty much thought we were done on, um, on Wednesday. Like we went out for lunch to like his, one of his favorite lunch places. And then, um, that was just like a casual like lunch. And then, we thought we were just going to do something easy for dinner. And like, I, you know, I got him a cake and we were going to do that and presents or whatever. And then his dad called him and was like, Hey, go wherever you want for dinner. Like dinner's on me tonight. And so we were like, well, Oh, so that's why you guys went out to dinner again on Monday. Yes. So Monday night, um, he chose sushi again. So we started the weekend with sushi. We ended with sushi and we went to, um, sushi Roku at the, at fashion Island uh-huh. and had like the best wasn't that dinner. one of one of your first dates wasn't that there yes we were talking about that we were I think it was like maybe our fourth or fifth date was oh, okay fashion I with we just like window shopped and got sushi yeah. and so yeah his dad um bought us dinner and we like called and thanked him on our way home and yeah it was like super it was super nice to didn't need it for sure. Like we ate plenty that weekend, but it was nice. It was nice to have somebody else picking up the tab. So, uh, yeah. What, um, you said gifts. So you ended up getting him gifts. I did. So I went like back and forth. Cause my thing is I don't want expectations. Like, I don't want Mm -hmm. it to be like, he did this for me. So I have to do this much for him. Or like, I do this much for him. So he feels like he has to do that. Like, I just want to like, if I want to do something, like I want to do it because yeah. he was surprised too. And so I explained that to him and I'm like, I don't like, I just don't like, it's not that I don't like gifts. I don't like what comes with gifts. I don't like the expectation and the having to keep up and the, you spent this much. So I have to spend that much. Like, yeah, I just like, that's the part of it that I don't like. So yeah, I got him, um, just like a few cute things and like, so my mom growing up, like for Christmas and stuff would wrap everything separately. Like if it was a box of crayons, like the crayons would be wrapped separately. Like, <laughs> it just looked like we had a million gifts, even though like certain things went together, you know? Yeah. So I was like that too. Like he has a favorite t-shirt brand, you know? And so I bought him um, a few new t-shirts from that t-shirt brand, but every t-shirt had its own gift bag so that it looked like a cuter <laughs> on the table, you know? um that's cute yeah no did that decorated for him like made him feel special and 
yeah, it was a, it was a fun weekend and I left, like, I'm never eating again ever. And I have <laughs> since then. <laughs> and I have. That's funny. That actually reminded me when you were saying like different get one of the, I'm giving y'all a gift idea for an anniversary or a birthday for your significant other. Um, I did a creative thing one year where I did like, I picked out five gifts and it was for like five, the five senses. So like for like sight, I did like a pair of sunglasses and for, um, for, I want to say for like, for hearing, I did like a year, I paid for like a year member or a year of like his serious XM radio. And then I can't remember all of them right now, but like, I basically did like a gift for each like, like for sense. Exactly. And it was like, I mean, I thought it was like the cutest idea. That is so cute. <laughs> I don't, I had saw it somewhere and I was like, oh, that's a fun idea. Of course, I probably appreciate it more than, than the guy <laughs> does, but um, it's a little fun gift idea if you need an idea, folks. <laughs> I but, love it. Um, so well, I mean, I guess. Weekend, what? Okay, so coming off a foodie weekend, the calorie counting thing is hard to get back to. Girl, I have been struggling since we got back from Vegas. I've still been tracking everything, but I'm, I'm like struggle where I like was good at staying within my calories, like six days a week, pretty much like I'm, and not like tons over, but I'm like struggling staying in my calories every day. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I should be proud of myself for like at least tracking still, but, um, I'm definitely like, for example, like right now, Jeff, this is the first time I've broke the rule, but we're considering this a Friday cause it's a five day weekend, but like it's a Wednesday night and I'm sitting here with a cocktail <laughs> and it looks delicious. Um, but I have a lemon drop boat. and it is delicious. It is hard to find that balance of being like consistent, but being able to like let loose for a weekend and then come back to it. It's like, I feel like I am not in I don't have the ha- the habits built yet and like the willpower, I guess, yeah. to do that, which I'm finding out. And that sucks. Like when you hear people talking about, you know, intuitive eating and like blah, 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 how they're able to just like take a day and eat whatever they want at their kid's party or whatever, and then just jump right back to it tomorrow. It's like, that's really, really, really hard for me to do. Yeah. No, I agree. I I find that like, if I'm just going like to a party and I just have like one meal that I'm going to be like going overboard, like I find it easy to get back on track the next day. But if I go out of town for the weekend, or if we just have like a go, 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 go weekend where we're like going to parties and like going out to eat and all this stuff, like I find it really, really hard. And I'm like, okay. And now I'm going into a five day weekend where we have a party, we have Disneyland, we're doing all these things. And I'm like, how do I, and I mean, I know the answer is just like, make smarter decisions, track what you're eating. Like, but easier said than done, I guess. I don't know. I've just definitely been feeling the struggle more the last week than I have since starting this journey at the end of March. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely having a hard time. And then this week's been like a little stressful for me on top of that. And I'm like, I feel like I never thought about whether or not I'm a stress eater. Like I always like to say I wasn't like, I'm just never a great eater, you know, yeah. <laughs> not stress. it's just, this is, this is me. But like, I am like starting to see patterns of like, 
doing really, really well. And then letting something seriously stressful that's happening, like derail me, you know? And I I know I'm like like that. I find like, I have no desire to cook, no desire to meal prep, no desire to go to the grocery store and get something when I'm stressed. Like when I'm stressed, I just want to like, like go get something to eat, like whether it's healthy or not, eat it and just be stressed or like, I have extra treats when I'm stressed or whatever. It's like, I stressy like a fool. Yeah, no, I definitely do. Um, it's nice that I have like that. I live with Jeff. So I kind of have that to reel me in sometimes because like, there's some nights, like for example, tonight I had like a really long day at work. I've been super stressed at work this week. And it would have, if I wasn't going home to someone who's expecting that, the plan was that I'm cooking dinner tonight and stuff. Um, I would have been like, screw it. I'm just going to like pick up food on the way home. Like last thing I want to do is like go home and cook. Like, so I definitely have that little bit of accountability, but I'm the same way. Like, it's just like, you're like, I am not. And I'm so mad because I was like, I went through the weekend being like, I had a rough week after getting back from Vegas. I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm going to get things I need to like have healthy breakfasts and lunches and things like that. And I feel like I've kind of just, I have like a fridge of stuff and I've, I've been eating some of it, but I've also been eating crap too, or eating too much of what I have instead of just like sticking with my portions that I know I should be having. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. And it's like, it's something where it's, it's hard. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's harder than just saying, I'm going to do it. Like if you just say, I'm going to do it and you start tracking, like there's always going to be something. It's going to be a wedding. It's going to be a trip. It's going to be a, some event where like you want to partake and it's like not having the ability to, to, or not that I don't have the ability because I do, but like not having the willpower to just like take a day and just go Richter or whatever, and then come right back to it. Or the other side of that is learning how to not go Richter, like learning how to just enjoy in moderation and continue. Like those are, it's just such a struggle and it's so hard when you do, when you're doing so well and then you do go, you know, have a fun weekend and fall off. Like it's that it's so frustrating to like, to not understand why it's so hard to jump right back on where you left off. Yeah. I don't know. And I find like, I don't know why I can't get back into doing activity because I know like my slow weight loss, which has been fine. Like for what I've been doing, like I've been happy with the progress I had made up until the last week and a half or so. But I know that when I was seeing the pounds fall off, it's because I was sticking to plan and I was getting an activity like a few days a week. And I'm sitting here paying for the spike you see in the background of my Zoom call right now. And I have not been on it. (laughs) I am the same way. It's, you know, there was a little bit of like, I just don't freaking feel like it for a minute. And then there was the excuse, you know, I had that your cousin did the um, stretch mark tattoo removal thingy Uh on me. So I was using that like, oh, can't work out. 
And then the three of us were in a group chat and I was like, God dang it. She said, I can start working out again. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I was like trying to get used to that as an excuse. And then, you know, sometimes life is just busy, but like the fact that I can't fit 15 minutes even into a day, like we just talked about this last week. Like last week I was like, you know, it's my goal just to get back on. Like, I'm not saying 30 minutes. I'm not saying a whole hardcore on the floor program. I'm saying like 15 minutes, like the fact that I can't even find 15 minutes. It's like, I just, and it's one of those things with getting on on the bike and getting on your Peloton that it's like, you just have to do it. Like you just have to like put your clothes out right on the bike or whatever and set a timer for what time you're going to do it and freaking do it. Cause if you don't do it that way, you're never going to do it. And I know that's what I have to do. Like, I know it's a matter of just freaking doing it. How can we force ourselves to do a 15, 15 minutes ride together on Friday. We'll just do it. You're off all day Friday, right? Yeah. I have a meeting. I'm going to jump in on at 11 for, but it should only be like a half hour and stuff. Well, maybe I'll take my lunch around like noon that day and we can just 15 minutes, jump on, do it and get back into it. All right. We have to, let's do it. It'll be a great way to kick off our weekend. Are you going to Jordan's this weekend? Uh, yes, he's coming here Friday, but then I will be at his house the rest of the weekend. Okay. All right. Well then we'll for sure do on Friday. And then maybe if I'm feeling like it, I'll get one done Saturday. And then you're just going to motivate me to come, come home and do it again too. So, (laughs) okay, let's, we got to do it on Friday. Come on. Let's hold each other accountable for that. Exactly. But, um, so move, move, moving on to the job search updates. I have some updates for you. I know okay. like I, we got a lot. Okay. First of all, I re-listened. So I got so many messages from people that were laughing about when we were laughing last week and like we uncontrollably could not stop. Like it's going to make me start laughing right now uh-huh. that I had to go like fast forward and listen to that part. So after work today, I was listening to that part and I was dying. I'm like, we or like stomach hurting, couldn't breathe, couldn't get a word out, couldn't stop. That was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that one's so funny. I know I was, we were getting a lot of messages about people cracking up. Were, um, were people like actually messaging you about the jobs too, or just? I'm a little bit of both. It, it was a lot of just like, oh my God, I'm dying during that. But a lot of people were just um, wanting, you know, asking that we continue talking about it and stuff. So um, I do have some, some updates. The two jobs that I was talking about last week that I had second interviews with did not pan out. So that's the super bummer. bummer. Um, what, one of the two, I was like way more excited about. So that one, I was, you know, really bummed the other one, um, sent like the, and the company that I was the most excited about sent me like a very HR email, like email saying they went with the other candidate, whatever. The second company that I was a little less excited about sent me a denial, but it was like a three, four paragraph long email about, you know, like how hard this decision was and how much they like enjoyed talking to me and my experience and blah, blah, blah. And the company is growing fast. And if it's okay with me, like if she can stay connected to me and reach out for those other roles. So that one was left like very open-ended. Did you respond to that? Yes. I responded to that, that and thanked her. Like I, I told her I was disappointed because I was excited in the opportunity, but you know, just told her like, absolutely. I would love to stay in touch. Like would love to hear about opportunities. Um, cause the company is growing really, really fast, which is really exciting. 
Um, but it basically came down to, it was an ed tech company that, but it was a K through 12 ed tech company uh-huh. specialized, like their product specializes. It's like a special education, um, tool for K through 12 schools. So uh-huh. it's like, I was lacking, not only was I lacking the fact that I've never worked in special education, but I was also lacking the fact that I've never worked in K through 12 and they had candidates that did. So that one to me was like a more obvious, like, oh, well, if you had candidates that had that experience, then, then that was a little bit easier of a pill to swallow. Um, but I have a couple other things going on. Like today was a busy interview day for me. Woo! I had three interviews today. Two of them were like, first that is insane. Day. Three. It was a lot. You're on a roll. I am so proud of you because you did everything you needed to like continually change your resume, continually get more input being like, okay, I'm not getting interviews and recognizing like, no, it's not, that's not a coincidence. Like there's more I could be doing and you put in the freaking work. And then now you've been getting so many freaking interviews. It's so, it's so exciting and so overwhelming at the same time, but I have a hard time turning like any of them down because I'm just like, this is experience for me. Like I I need this experience. So, um, one of them was just, um, two of them actually were phone screener interviews. So we've already talked about, you know, in the private sector, different from the public sector. I'm sure everybody knows this except for us. Yeah. You do a phone screener like with HR or a recruiter before you even talk to anybody on the hiring team. So there was two of those today. One of them, there there will be, um, uh, I already know there's going to be interviews for. And then I had another first, like first interview this morning with a company on the East Coast. Um, it's an ed tech company and they scheduled it for 10 a.m. Eastern time. So when they scheduled that, I was like, that's fine. Like I'll be there, you know? And so I'm up at 5 a.m. today, showering, getting ready, prepping for my interview get on the interview and she is like completely apologetic like oh my god I did not think about the fact that you're in California it is seven in the morning and you were interviewing (laughs) with us so she felt so bad with that that interview um I feel like was the best one yet as far as like jiving with the company like feeling like it it's like a great match like spot on match like my only I like, unless I blow the next, you know, phases of the interview, I feel like that one's promising unless they have someone with just as equal of experience as I do that wants less money, um, which is possible because the company is located in Indiana where, you know, um, the cost of living is lower. So salaries can, people can afford to have a lower salary than somebody yeah. in Southern California. Um, but that was good. And then I actually even had one that I withdrew my interest from today. So that's, Wait, so one of your interviews you had today, you already withdrew from? Uh, That one I withdrew from before I had the interview. So I was like, oh, gotcha. Before my interview. And um, I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to hate this job. I'm like reading it. And it's really, really salesy. And just like everything about it. I was like, why did I even apply for this job? (laughs) And I'm like, I feel bad wasting my time. And I feel bad wasting their time yeah I'm definitely not interested so I wrote like a nice email you know saying that I was going to be withdrawing and and that was it um did they respond or yeah she responded and just like because I I I was very vague um I didn't tell her I I hated the job or the opportunity or whatever I just said my circumstances had changed and perfect um and I didn't I didn't want to you know take up precious time from the hiring manager to 
whatever, whatever. And so she, um, she thanked me and wished me well in my career. And I left that one open-ended too, because that, that was a really cool ed tech company as well. So if there was a position where it was actually a job I was interested in, I would want that, um, left open in the future. Yep. But yeah, that's kind of, it's just like chaos and busy. And I feel like I can't make like weekday plans right now because like, all I'm doing is like researching these companies that I have interviews for. And I'm like busy with that. And it's just, it's crazy, but I'm getting a shit ton of experience. So, <laughs> And do you find yourself, cause I mean, now you're, you've done like a dozen interviews. Do you feel like you're getting less nervous and like, you're not as worried a as you bit. are? Cause, cause now I already have like, I already have answers prepared for things. I already have like, like six scenarios, you know, in my mind of like things that I'll use to answer certain scenario questions with. And you kind of like, you kind of start to like learn the questions for the most part, I'm applying to the same type of job. So you kind of start to learn the questions that you're asked. And so that part of it is less nerve wracking. Um, but it's always nerve wracking. I I definitely feel like so far my experience interviewing in the, in the private sector is a lot less nerve wracking and maybe it has something to do with zoom too, but, um, definitely less nerve wracking than the public sector. I freaking love zoom interviewing. (laughs) It's the best. Um, On top of that, I mean, I've even had, you know, I went on my Instagram stories last week and started talking about this a little bit. And I've even had like people that follow me on Instagram reach out with opportunities. So I have, I've connected with a couple girls on LinkedIn and, you know, they're like, if you ever see a, a job at my company, like reach out to me, I'll put a referral through for you. So I'm like, oh, how nice. on those. and then, yeah, I had a girl, um, at another company, same thing. She's like, here's the link, like email me anything you're interested in. So I emailed her my resume. I emailed her like the links of the jobs that I'm interested in. And yeah, so I'm just like, I'm like networking, interviewing. It's a lot like, it's frustrating that like an interview doesn't mean a slam dunk, especially when you don't have like exact experience translating from the, yeah. from the public sector to the private sector, but um, it's good. It's frustrating when you get like a, a denial for sure, but I definitely think practice makes perfect. And I think I'm getting better at interviews like everyone that I do. Yeah. Can we say one of the places that you got an interview from today? Yes. We can. So I had an interview today <laughs> at Taco Bell. Yeah, so she Laura, did. <laughs> <laughs> so Laura and I potentially could be not not in the same department, but same company potentially could be working together one day. So that was, you know, I'm I'm learning also how important referrals are when it comes to getting an interview places. There's so many people that apply to these jobs that it helps so much when you either know somebody personally at the company or through social media, or whatever, like LinkedIn, you've connected with somebody that can add you as a referral so that That's, it shows you're connected to somebody. It makes a huge difference. I used to never go on LinkedIn and now I have, well, it's so weird. When I was in higher ed, I like never had any activity on LinkedIn. It was just like, and I never went on I'd get added by somebody from high school or something once in a while. Like it was like, just not a big deal. Um, but when I left and I was updating my, my LinkedIn with my new job, there were people that I wanted to add that I worked with, um, previously in higher ed. So I was like going through and adding different people. And then, um, even since starting at Taco Bell, I get added by 
tons of just different people from Taco Bell, from Yum Brands. And then just, I get contacted by design agencies all the time. Like we have like a really good reputation. And so I've already gotten like messages like, Hey, are you interested in like potentially moving jobs? And I'm like, no, I'm really loving my job, but (laughs) it's, um, I've realized that LinkedIn is honestly like a really valuable tool. And I try to post on there at least once a week. I try to network with people and respond to people so that I'm somebody that's fresh in people's minds. And it's honestly a valuable tool that if you're like wanting to potentially grow in your profession, change professions, anything like you should be utilizing LinkedIn like more because it's a really, really good tool. So, and that was like, I had told Laura, like the company that I interviewed with and had a second interview and was the most excited about, um, last week, I was like, so excited. I was researching so many people that work for this company. I stumbled upon this one girl that had the same position within the company that I was applying for. She also came from higher ed. So she went from higher ed straight to this company in this position but was only there for eight months and left and was at this new company. So I was like, I have to talk to her. Like she did the exact same thing I'm trying to do, but then left in eight months. Like I need to know what she did to get it. And then why she left. Like, are there any red flags that I need to know about? And people are so willing to talk to you. That's the thing too. Um, is like, I always felt weird, like reaching out to a stranger and I'm like, that's what LinkedIn is. It's networking. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you're not on LinkedIn if you don't want to network, you know? And so I reached out to this girl and I, um, kind of explained like how I came across her page and that I applied for this job and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, here's my phone number. Like, give me a call. And so I gave her a call and we talked on the phone for like an hour. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like, yeah, no, like, I, I mean, I just, you know, I didn't get, I didn't get the job, but she was so willing to share and to help and to, to give me like some, you know, not red flags, but some of the reason why she left. And, and just to tell me, she's like, you know, when you, whether you get it here or somewhere else, once you get that position on your resume, like doors are going to open for you. Like if you end up being at a company that may not feel like it's the company forever for you, like do, as long as you have that position on your resume, like doors are open from that point on. So she gave, just gave me like a lot of hope of like, Hey, like once I get my foot in the door somewhere, like, and I mean, obviously I knew that, but she, like, that's going to open a lot of doors. It's going to be a lot of beginnings. And so, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to stay in touch with her, even though I, she's not working there anymore. I'm not working there obviously, yeah. but she's at this new company now. Like, I don't know where she'll be in the future. Like she's definitely some, somebody that, I want to stay connected to, she's helpful. And she's like, that's how I want to be someday. Like, you know, when I, find, when I land a job that's out of the public sector, like I want people to reach out to me and to feel like I can share like helpful information that's worked for me with them. You know, like people like that are so awesome that they're not like gatekeepers of information. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I, I try to tell Jeff, like, cause Jeff's in like a field that is like very active on LinkedIn and stuff like that. And he like never goes on. He has his notifications off. He'll like log in and he'll be like, he's has like dozens of messages from recruiters and people (laughs) he used to work with that was like, Hey Jeff, we have this opening. We think you'd be a great fit. I'm like, you need to be going on LinkedIn more. Like you could be missing out on like, who knows what kind of opportunities, (laughs) but yeah, it's, uh, a valuable tool. And that's so cool that that girl was like willing to be just 
so awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm loving all of your job updates. I'm like I said, I'm super proud of you. And um, I guess next week we'll have more updates because you'll have like a couple more interviews next week, I guess. At yes. least. <laughs> at least so more more updates next week hope you know hopefully sooner than later a, a real good update but until then yeah. I'm just you know take taking a minute to be bummed when I get rejected but then moving right along it's kind of all you can do yep absolutely do we have any pop culture this week Okay, so the one and only thing that we need to talk about is Courtney and Travis's wedding in Italy. Like, holy shit. I'm so confused because I thought, so they get married in Vegas and then they got married in Santa Barbara, didn't they? (laughs) Yes. So the Vegas thing was like. I knew that was like not official. It was just to get married, but they weren't really married, whatever. I don't really get it. But then I thought like, so then they had a wedding in Santa Barbara and I was like, okay, so now they're officially married. I had no idea this Italy thing was happening until like that day. Did, is that how yeah, everybody it, found out? Yes. Like it just oh, okay. like happened out of nowhere. Like no, none of the family was like posting, you know, on the plane or whatever and saying they're going, it just like happened. And it was freaking insane. Like did Dolce & Gabbana sponsor their wedding? Because it sure as hell seemed like it. I'm sure there was some type of, or if not, they had them like design a whole, I have I don't know. I don't know how this works. It was every single one of them was wearing Dolce & Gabbana. Yeah. And then every single one of them that posted pictures was, were writing things about Dolce & Gabbana. Like their, their captions had like, something about that like witty and cute in it and I'm like this is for sure sponsored like I think they got their whole wedding like paid for by paid for by Dolce and Gabbana (laughs) but it was insane it was like this four-day affair totally like their style that would not have been my style at all (laughs) but it was like absolutely gorgeous and then I started to think like you you see them in like glamorous clothes all the time that you're just like wait a minute when was the last Kardashian wedding? And the last Kardashian wedding was Kim and Kanye like years ago, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Chloe and Lamar got married, but that was a long, that was long before ago. that was before Kim and Kanye. And Kim and Kanye, that was already what like a decade ago. I was gonna say was like ten. I was gonna say it was probably like ten years ago. Let's see, Kim so and. I- sorry keep talking I'm googling I just I thought that was like when I thought about it I'm like I you feel like they get married every day just because of how they dress you know and you're like wait a minute there hasn't been a Kardashian wedding in like a decade yeah well this is funny it's like I'm just on Kim Kardashian's Wikipedia political party Republican 1998 to 2016 Democrat 2016 to present um (laughs) Okay, so yeah, married to Damon Thomas in 2000, divorced 2004, Chris Humphreys 2011, divorced 2013, Kanye West. Oh, they didn't get married until 2014. Oh. Was she, um, so obviously they already had North when they got married. Apparently, or maybe North is only eight. I can't remember. I honestly, I have no idea. But yeah, that was the last one. So yeah, it's it's just funny that you feel like this is just something they do every day. And it's like, wait a minute, it's not. Like there hasn't been a wedding in a long time. For as many people as they all date and 
people they're connected to it's like it's been a minute since we've seen a kardashian wedding yeah Oh my God. I was sorry. I'm still stuck on her. I was like, <laughs> I'm on her Wikipedia. And so there's a whole section that says breakthrough with reality television. And the first thing was Kim Kardashian superstar in 2007. And I'm like, what show is that? Like, I did not remember her being on a show before keeping up with the Kardashians. Nope. That's just <laughs> the name of her sex tape. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I could like deep dive into this right now. This is fascinating. Okay, never mind. Sorry, let's move on. Yeah, um, so the wedding. I just, thought, I just thought it was insane. It was over the top. It was gorgeous. It was so Courtney and Travis. It was like just insane to me. Yeah. It um I honestly know nothing about it except all the wedding, the photos like that I looked through. And so, I, I mean, that's basically it too. I like following, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? She's, she has a podcast too. And she's actually had Kim and Chloe not skinny, on. but, or no skinny, but not fat or not, yes. fat, but not skinny. I don't remember what it's called. Skinny, not fat, something like that. Yeah. She like deep dives into the Kardashians a lot. And I think she like kind of is in cahoots with the, the family a little bit now that she's had Kim and Chloe yeah. on, but I like, I love like watching her stories because it's like so much Kardashian stuff. So I, I saw like a bunch of stuff from, um, from her and it was just crazy. The, the other thing that I read was, um, Rob did not go. Okay. I was curious about that. Cause he does not like being in the public eye and he knew he was going to be photographed and blah, blah, blah. There was speculation that Mason was not there. Mason's Courtney's oldest son. Um, but he was, and there, there was pictures that came out, um, who else Scott was not invited. I knew that. Um, who else was missing? I think Corey was missing, but I can't remember if they ended up saying Corey was there or not. So Um, are Courtney, are Corey and Chris still together? Yes. Okay. Corey and Chris are still together. Because I've still not started the new series, which I know uh, I'm a horrible Kardashian fan. That can be your Friday. You're like gonna catch up keeping up I still haven't so I haven't started Kardashians I haven't started flight attendant I'm so behind on things that I love to watch and I'm like I just haven't had time I'm behind on everything you are so behind um the the last thing that I read and I assume is true is that um so they had this big wedding but there were certain people that couldn't make it like obviously Rob didn't go, you know, for privacy reasons, who knows if Scott's going to be invited to the next one or not. Um, uh, what is her name? Courtney's grandma. The one that, the one that was at the Santa Barbara wedding. You're talking about her Chris's mom. Uh, I don't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. So she couldn't go to Italy. Um, Travis's dad, I think is like 80 and he couldn't go to Italy. So they're going to have another like Sarah like thing, which I think is going to be a lot more private so that those people can go um, too. But that was, that was the last thing I heard. And that's all the Kardashian news I have. Okay. I was, uh, oh, dang. I didn't, I wish I would have known. Apparently um, Travis Barker's daughter, uh, what's her name? Is that Alabama? Yes. I don't remember. My God, Jeff is watching something so freaking loud. Um, <laughs> I just want to yell at him right now. Um, it helps that I can't hear it. Okay, thank God. It's just a little <laughs> distracting. Sounds like Star Wars <laughs> is like in my room right now. Um, 
apparently she like went live or something and was like posting like a ton of stuff live which I'm sure that wasn't probably like approved approved do you think they filmed for the show oh absolutely they're not gonna do all that and not film yeah I hope so 100% I think so um hold on I'm texting Jeff sorry let's continue (laughs) well I will start getting into the next uh the next set of information we have for you guys and that was we got a few questions from our listeners this week and they're I don't think anything too complicated so I think we can go through them pretty quick okay um the first question we got was asking if we have watched candy on Hulu yet and if so thoughts (sighs) no it's also on my list have you watched it I haven't. I, I watched the first episode and I'm so ADD with shows. Like I'm the show that show today's this tomorrow's that, but like, I, I need to go back to it. Um, but I love that Jessica Beals in it and uh-huh. she gets, she looks so different and it's like a true crime thing. Like it's, about, yeah, like, that's why I want to watch it. My mom said I would love it. My mom really enjoyed it. So I want to watch oh, yeah. it. But yeah. It's I... about this like suburban housewife, like back in the eighties or something like that, that like is accused of like murdering her neighbor with an axe like it's super good and then I I feel like Jessica Biel is just like nostalgic for me and you know like our era or whatever so I I (laughs) did you watch that show I loved seventh heaven oh my god me too when I was sick probably five years ago uh I was like in bed and I'm like flipping through the channels and I saw some random, probably like, I don't know, oxygen or something had like a marathon going on of seventh heaven. I couldn't even get through one episode, even for nostalgic reasons. I was like, this show is so bad. (laughs) It was cheesy. It was just really just over the top. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like the show was so popular. Like everybody loved that show. Oh yeah. No, hard to watch. I think you loved it at like a certain age. Like if you were like a certain age when that show was out. But I think adults watched it. Like, I feel like I remember my mom loving that show. I could be (laughs) wrong. I'll have to ask her. I feel like your mom likes everything I like. It's true. I mean, my mom watches Real Housewives, Kardashians. She watches all the good stuff. (laughs) But I, I definitely, I, um, my mind just had a total. Oh, can so you hear tired. my water gulp right now I totally did <laughs> I, I could like hear it going down I was like oops that was loud <laughs> um no but seventh heaven like I feel like that was like a popular show it wasn't like a popular kid show because we oh, were no, really was- young when that show came out yeah no it was popular like just just in general it was like that wholesome feel good fam- like you could watch it with your family type of show you know yeah uh, um, I loved that show. Oh yeah, it's I. You should try to watch an episode. It's pretty rough. <laughs> All right, what's the next question somebody has for us? Next question: Laura doesn't want kids, but I can't remember if Steph ever discussed her thoughts. So Laura brought up the fact that she actually had a like memory back from when we used to share like sound clips from our episodes each week. Yeah, and this, this was just this week. We had just talked about it because it was an episode from a year ago this week where we kind of had the kid talk. Yes. So I like, I feel like forever have gone back and forth on this. I feel like 
when I was like little and growing up, yes, I wanted kids. Then, you know, like toward, like towards the middle to the end with Joey, I was kind of just like content, like being a stepmom and just kind of like, oh, like, I don't know that like, I want kids, you know? And then after, you know, we, we got divorced, I would feel like I was open to it. Like I was like, well, I'm not like gun ho that like I have to get married today so that I can have kids before I'm 40 or whatever. But like, I was like, it'll, it'll have, it'll like, I feel like that answer will like spark when I meet like my person. And if they really do, that'll probably make me lean into like wanting it a little bit more. And if they don't, like, that'll probably make me like hundred percent without it, you know? And so, um, so like right now I feel like I'm more on the side of like not wanting kids because who I'm with, like Jordan doesn't, doesn't want kids. And, um, and I I don't think I knew that. No. Yeah. He, Jordan, Jordan doesn't want kids. Like he is, I think we're both on the same page with the fact that like raising kids is really scary and really hard these days. And I'm sure it's been like that all the time, but that's a big part of it. And then the second big part of it is like financially, like we both, um, you know, like want to own a house. Like we both want to do these things. And it's like, I look at having kids sometimes, especially in Southern California. And I'm like, I can't even afford a house in Southern California. Like I'm renting a bedroom in a house. How the heck are you also supposed to support a kid? Like just the financial part of it is like so scary to me, you know, that like, and that's, I hate that. Like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not like stuck on the idea because I know a lot of people are like desperately want to be moms and that, you know, age isn't on your side and you haven't found your person or all these things that, you know, go against you when you, when you want that. And I'm glad I don't feel so like stuck to it. Like I I'm open to it, but I'm not like stuck on the idea, I guess. And I, yeah. and I think I really do lean more towards not for those reasons, like for the, the reason, you know, we just had another elementary school shooting this week. Like, I feel like if I was a mom right now, I would be like, there's no way I would have been able to send my kids to school today. You know, yeah. it, it's just all of those scary things, um, in the world, like raising a kid in this world. And then, you know, financially is a big one. So I think I'm kind of like, I don't think I've like necessarily shut the book, shut the book, but I think I'm leaning more towards, um, not, not having kids. Yeah. It's always weird to me how I was so, so strong on one end of the spectrum for so many years. And it's like all I ever wanted, um, only for me to feel so on the other end of the spectrum now. And I think it's, um, I mean, I guess it's come with um, maturity in the sense of like when I'm younger, I wasn't thinking of the financials and the um, just the things that come along with it besides just all the shiny, exciting parts about having a kid, but that it is really hard and it is a lot of work and it's not easy. And I think I've just uh, gotten to this point and I always just say it, but it's like, I'm really, I think I'm too selfish for kids. I think I'm that too. I think we talked about that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm selfish with my time and my money. And like, and jokingly, I always like, cause like Brian and Annie, they obviously like, we have our, they have our niece and nephew who are seven and nine or now they're eight and nine. And they, um, oh, we can't do this. We have the kids like, oh, we have to take the kids this. And then 
they're like, oh, and they'll like, we'll kind of joke around and we'll be like, oh, dink life. Like everything is always hashtag dink life, which if you don't know, dink is double income, no kids. So we always just like joke. It's like, uh, I'm just like, I feel I'm just too selfish. I just don't, I don't know. I just, that desire just isn't there for me anymore. And sometimes it makes me sad. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Like, should I like, am I going to regret that later? But I feel like I don't think I will. (laughs) And you've become a dog mom too. Now I can just have my dogs. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, next? Next question. I'm not really sure what the question is. So it just says relationships with two exclamation points. So if you have specific questions, Maybe we'll do another question box next week. Um, but I feel like we get into relationships a lot. So we're happy to answer any specific questions for you. But yeah. you gotta give us a little more there. <laughs> we definitely do touch on relationships a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. How often do you guys double date? And I think I think we also talked about this recently. But I feel like it's maybe every one to two months. Six, every like, six weeks or so yeah every four to six weeks probably we try to and I don't say it's like a set thing it's just like we realize like oh we haven't hung out like all of us in a few <laughs> weeks like let's plan something so exactly um but yeah we usually do dinner or we just hang out at my house we've what else have we done yeah we've done dinner we've done your ducks, backyard we've ducks oh, we did Brazilian steakhouse yep we've done yeah, the, the ducks, ducks game yeah. And then I feel like now that summer's here, we're going to be seeing you guys like probably way more often just with all your pool activities. And- I know. And we need to get an angel game on the books too. Yes, we do. You know, he, he will definitely be out for that. Yeah. I'll have to actually, I should have told you guys there was like a killer deal for um, the end of June. The tickets were only, uh, I think I, oh, they were 20. 20- I don't remember. They were super cheap, but it's for the big 20th anniversary celebration since we won. It's been 20 years since we won the World Series. So they're doing like a anniversary celebration. And so they were doing super cheap tickets for that night. Um, I love that they're celebrating the fact that they haven't won in 20 years. That's exactly what I said. I was like, I love, I mean, I get it. They're like celebrating like an anniversary, but I mean, we're also celebrating that that means we haven't won anything in 20 years. oh my god but um whatever I'm here for it it's a fun cheap baseball game Uh, (laughs) but I'll have to see if the deal's still going on I'll send it to you if you guys want to go yes next question curious if your feelings on marriage have changed since your divorces um I feel like we've probably talked about this before as well um for me it has not I mean if anything, it has just, um, I mean, cause I'm obviously a lot old. I mean, I was 23 when I got engaged and 24 when I got married the first time. So it's very different. Um, I loved being married. I do want to be married again. I've think I haven't been shy with that information on here. <laughs> um, but I have also been very adamant on like not rushing into it, which at this point I've been with Jeff for four years. So I don't feel like I'm <laughs> rushing into anything at, you this point. Common law at this point. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, 
when I was dating and when I had my other boyfriends prior to Jeff and things like that, I was just like, I learned a lot of what I wanted and didn't want and what I was willing to put up with and not put up with. And, um, I wasn't going to rush into something just to be married again, as much as I love being married. Like I also liked being single, so I'm not gonna, I never wanted to be divorced again. Let's put it that way. So, um, and I think I can, I can say the same. I'm not like, I think for me, it's like a commitment thing. So if I'm with somebody that like, I know I'm committed to, like, I think I'd be open to either, or I think I'd be open to getting married again, or just being in a, as long as I know it's a committed relationship, Um, but I'm not going to do either of those things with somebody that I feel like divorce is an option with or down the road, that's an option with. So I I think I'm just a lot more cautious than I was the first time around. And like, you know, like I, I know what I want a little bit more and what I don't want and like kind of looking, looking for those things of what you don't want and making sure that those things aren't there. Yep. Cause it's so easy. I know in previous relationships of mine, like when you really love the person and you, um, there are so many great things in the relationship. It's easy to look past those when you see those red flags and it's like, no, no, no. Those are red flags for a reason. Like exactly. really, really got to make sure that that's something that you want to deal with or not. So Um, exactly but yeah nope I loved being married I want to be married again it is my plan um and yeah nope hasn't changed it it definitely didn't leave some (laughs) type of like bitter taste in my mouth by any means so no and I feel I feel the same way yeah so last question I almost think we should table this question and save it for Courtney which we haven't penciled the date yet but I would think in the next one to three weeks we should be having her on um someone Courtney (laughs) I was gonna say someone Courtney wants to know what's on her Chicago (laughs) bucket list so I feel like maybe we should just save that for her and discuss that I love it when she comes on so let's Let's table that one all right perfect let's do that um all right well with that being said hit it flavor of the week All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? So my flavor of the week is a movie that somehow I got Jordan to watch with me last weekend. <laughs> um, it's a new movie on Netflix called Senior Year. Oh, jealous. It's so good. It's so like, it, there's something nostalgic about it to me. Like this is the kind of movie that I would have liked watching like in junior high and high school. Like it, it makes you feel like that kind of movie, you know? Um, It stars Rebel Wilson and it's basically about this girl in um, who moves to the United States from Australia. She gets like teased throughout um, junior high and high school, finally becomes a cheerleader. She's like obsessed with being cool, obsessed with being a prom queen, obsessed with all these things that like don't matter, you know? And um, she's, she's doing this cheer stunt and ends up like landing on her head and is in a 20 year coma Um, wakes up from the coma 17 years later when she's 37 and is like full-blown ready to live out her like dream of being the prom queen still so yeah so um, it's really really funny it's one of those movies that like 
you wish you could just like show your daughters when they're in high school, like all the things that don't matter, you know, and there's so many good, like, um, storylines throughout the movie and so many good little pieces of advice that are good for all of us to hear just about the things that do and don't matter in life. So I loved it. It's like a pretty, I think it was a pretty quick watch. I think it's probably like an hour and a half or something. And I loved it and would highly, highly, highly recommend anybody watch it. Yeah, Not well, we, very well on Rotten Tomatoes though, so just ignore that. <laughs> while we were in Vegas, I remember like laying in bed one morning and seeing that trailer pop up on Instagram, and I watched it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I love these kind of movies, and then forgot about it. And then over the weekend, one of my best friends from high school, she had texted me, and she was like, "Oh my god, Laura, you have to watch Senior Year." She's like, "I feel like it's right up your alley." Like. <laughs> one of those movies we would have been obsessed with in high school and I was like I know I want to watch it so (laughs) I definitely it's just like all those movies though like are any of them really like highly rated it's like no they're just fun and usually have a good message and I don't know exactly I really want to watch it though it looked cute you have to watch it all right Laura what is your flavor of the week my flavor of the week is one of our favorite things to share is a good Trader Joe's find yes and hopefully they just came out within this last week so you guys have probably I don't know Trader it's like sometimes it's like when they're gone they're gone but it is one of their limited time items it's a summer seasonal and they I only think they came out last summer, but I could be wrong. I don't know. These are new to me for trying for the first time though. So glad I bought them. Tangerine cream bars. They're basically like a 50-50 bar. Um, So they're like the vanilla ice cream with like tangerine popsicle on the outside. They are so freaking good. Um, They sound delicious. And Trader Joe's knew what they were doing because even in the serving size, it says two bars. (laughs) Well, because I was like checking the calories because whenever I buy something like a treat, I'm like, I have to check the calories because I need to make sure it's something I can easily fit in my day. Because if I buy something that's like 400 calories, I'm like, I'll never want to waste calories on it. So I like look and it was like, it said 250 calories. And I was like, oh, it's kind of high. And I was like, oh, but that's for two bars. I was like, okay, so they're hundred and they're like 120 or 125 a popsicle. And they're not, so I was like, I hope they're not like small. And that's why they're saying a serving size is two, but it's your standard big popsicle bar size. So nice. I'm going to have to try those for sure. Oh, you have to, they're so good. They're like perfectly like sweet and tart and mm, so good. <laughs> New fave. You're like, I need to, I need to go get one right yeah, now. Yeah, That's what Trader Joe's is the worst. Cause you like love something and then you like go back and then they don't have them. And then you won't see I them again for that. a year. That's why I, when I go to Trader Joe's, I have to walk every aisle and look very carefully because you just don't know what seasonal item might've come back and you didn't know, and you haven't had it in a year. And you're like, Oh my God, I have to have this. And this is another reason whenever you hear a Trader Joe's flavor of the week on here, immediately go out and see if you can find it at yours because anything seasonal is not going to be there for long. It's true. All right. I think, I think we got a good one. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. 
If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please don't forget to take a moment and leave us a five-star rate and review. You can even rate us on Spotify now. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. We'll see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.